Inside Sources. Inside Sources. America's Voice of Reason. Boyd Matheson on Utah's home for elevated conversation. Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. Well, a few months ago, a busload of Venezuelan migrants were dropped off in Salt Lake City seeking asylum. But their arrival came with a lot of questions. Who brought them here? Why? How? KSL News Radio's reporter Hugo Ricard Bell has been investigating, and he's going to tell us the story, and he's going to help us understand and figure out what Utah's role is with asylum seekers. Well, I was in my room resting when I got the call, and someone said, we've got a ton of refugees, so I came down. And so the challenge for us is we, we have a limited number of spaces. But luckily, the weather was good enough. When the weather's good enough, a lot of time our, our regular guests will stay out in camps. And so when they showed up, we actually had room for everyone. That was Don Nicholson. He's the Emergency Services Director for Rescue Salt Lake and was the first on the scene when the unexpected guests arrived. We had enough beds and enough overflow to to take care of that, so we were able to place them. So what, what was their story? What, you, you said they were all dropped off in a bus. You know, where did that bus come from? Were they yeah. sent here? Okay, so that, because of the language barrier, we're not sure of. But then they all came in one bus, basically, and were dropped off. Um, it was, our communication was really at a very all-time low, especially that night, Google Translate. Um, I have a couple of people that stay here as guests that do speak Spanish or bilingual. And when I had them, we could, they would help us also. So, Don, uh, was there any communication with authorities? Uh, did you have to get, see, go and did you want to find out why there was suddenly this, this boom of, of immigrants coming to your facility? No, I did not need to know why, really. I don't need to know why for anyone here. Um, the reason is, is we're here to help. And they had their paperwork. And so they wanted to get a job and they needed help. So that's where the mission stands up to do that. Rescue Salt Lake has been around since 1972, helping young men at the bottom of their barrel find their feet again. When someone new checks in and asks for refuge, the shelter looks at how they can help get their life back on track. That's where Steve Spies comes in. He's a job placement coordinator and says he won't forget the day 20 Venezuelans showed up on his doorstep. It's an interesting challenge for us, um, facing both a a language barrier and uh, an unexpected influx of people at the same time, um, trying to help people find jobs. So overall, my experience has been, I mean, this group of guys that came to us are very motivated, very independent. Um, Really, we helped them get what they needed, work boots and clothes and um, a place to stay, point them in the direction with some job leads and they pretty much took it from there and um i I mean after giving them job leads the next day they've got a job they're out working and we we see them leave first thing in the morning and they're back late at night every day take me into uh that car trip to work when you've had the call saying hey steve there's 20 or 30 spanish-speaking venezuelans who have shown up on our doorstep they're refugees this is your day at work what was that like for you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so my thir- first thought is I need to find a translator because my Duolingo Spanish is not going to cut it. <laughs> um, so uh, so first figuring out who's going to help me hold these conversations. And um, 
knowing this is going to be a little bit difficult because my my role as a counselor is obviously first I care about the heart of a person. I want them to to be safe. I want them to be comfortable. I want them to process any trauma or issues they've been through. But that's a lot harder with the language barrier in place. Um, and and sometimes people just don't want to talk about it, which is what I've experienced a lot here is is that. These guys don't really want to talk about why they're here or what brought them here. Um, and so so that then comes to needs. What what do you guys actually need again, and how, how can I help? Where, where can I fill in that gap for you? A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, some of you may know, but Salt Lake City is a refugee settlement city. There are a number of these located around the country. This means that when an individual is granted refugee status... They arrive on US shores with organised housing and job prospects so they can assimilate into society as smoothly as possible. This is why a busload of supposed refugees rocking up in the dead of the night to a homeless shelter is actually pretty bizarre. Well, Aidan Batar is the director of Catholic Community Services. He helps settle refugees when they come to America. He himself is a refugee from Somalia and believes he may have the answer to this mystery bus. Refugees are people that are outside of the United States in refugee camps or in in a third country that, you know, they fled their home country and then they apply refugee status. And uh, once the U.S. Refugee Resettlement Program accepts those individuals, the U.S. government bring those individuals or families into the U.S. The asylum seekers, however, is a little bit different, where asylum seekers are people that, you know, come to our border and asking to enter the U.S. to, 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 to apply asylum. And then the U.S. government allows them to enter uh, in a different way. So then when they come into the U.S., they apply political asylum. And that is the main difference. People, asylum seekers, are already at our border or enter the country, and the refugees are people that already have the legal status to enter the U.S. For those playing at home, one of the biggest political blocks on immigration is Title 42, a pandemic-era Republican policy that was being used to stem the number of immigrants entering the U.S. and stop the spread of COVID-19 in holding facilities. Now, although the policy is still in effect, there are now other ways for immigrants to seek asylum in the USA. Now the U.S. government started, you know, recently that uh, foreign nationalities, uh, Venezuelans included, can be sponsored by anyone in the U.S. And then they come through uh, in in an orderly way by getting, uh, you know, what we call it parole status. And then once they enter... Uh, they uh, they can apply their political asylum. But I have not heard of a busload of Venezuelans being uh, dropped off at the uh, homeless shelters. It is weird, but not completely unheard of. Asylum seekers do find themselves in shelters while they wait for refugee status. According to Aiden, upwards of 60,000 refugees call Utah home. But it's difficult to know how many asylum seekers are granted refugee status. That's why all this crisis is happening. I think we need to go back into a comprehensive immigration 
uh, you know, uh, fixed that that is the, the, the only way that this issue can be fixed. And also we have to have a process where, you know, they can be provided, you know, services, but we don't have the resources. But I think the federal government has the responsibility in, 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 in uh, providing some resources to people that are coming into different states. After checking in with Rescue Mission Salt Lake, almost all the young men have found jobs and apartments in Salt Lake City and have started their life in America. Great reporting, great storytelling on a crucial conversation. And Hugo Ricard-Bell, our uh, colleague at KSL News Radio, reporter, uh, joins us in studio. Uh, and real quickly, uh, Hugo, uh, first just tell us real fast, uh, how did she fall into this story? It's one of those that is so compelling. Oh, thanks for having me, Boyd. Uh, yeah, so basically, um, as some people may know, I didn't get a car in Utah for a while and I moved here in November. So I was walking a lot and I was freezing myself. I kept walking past the odd fellow you know, sleeping on the side of the street. And I just sort of went down to a local homeless shelter because, you know, you look for stories everywhere. And I was sort of like, what are you guys? Yeah. How does this work? And the guy there, um, just after talking to him for half an hour, was suddenly like, oh, well, it was busy a while ago because this happened. And he explained the Venezuelan wow. thing. And I, I had no idea about the refugee stuff. So I just sort of was like, oh, well, I need to get something. I need to yeah. get a story. Came back and played the full, I think it was a five or six minute interview with Becky, um, our news director. And she just went, well, hang on a sec. <laughs> this is a story. We're, yeah, we're tracking this. You might need to do a bit more on Awesome. That. And uh, just real quick, in, uh, in our final 30 seconds here, uh, what surprised you the most? What was like the wow moment for you in this story? I think the main thing was the uh, confusion between the language between refugee and asylum seeker. Mm. These guys were asylum seekers, which means yeah. they're still legal. Yeah, uh, refugees that they they're different. They come uh, f- from their country RIF status already. Yeah, so important, important part of that conversation. As I said, great reporting, great storytelling. Hugo Ricard Bell from KSL News Radio. Thanks so much for joining us today. We'll step aside for our last break. When we come back, some thoughts about. President Jimmy Carter and a cause for American confidence. Don't miss it. We'll be right back.